guru is life. Hey, you guys, welcome to Real Estate Daily. I am your real estate guru, and we've got a great topic today. One that we talk about with each other all the time and our clients, but often people are confused as to what we mean for it. By the way, I wanted to say thank you for the comment coming in on this topic. It is a wonderful topic, so thank you for the, the, the suggestion. I would love it if you would send in your suggestions for what you would like to hear on the show about. The topic today is, what is a bread and butter home? We talk about this term, bread and butter homes. Well, what does that really mean, and what does it mean to you in your market? By the way, take a moment, hit the like button, send in a comment, and if you want to open up, the guru member only events you need to subscribe to the channel hit that subscribe button and you that will open up the member only events where we go deep into growing your business all right let's get into some bread and butter stuff today what is bread and butter all about what does a home look like that we call a bread and butter home you know bread and butter we're talking about basics the standards, that's why we use the term bread and butter. They are the staples of, of eating often. And not, not that your guru needs a whole lot more butter. <laughs> anyway, so what do they actually look like? Well, let's start taking this apart. Let's start in with price is key. The first thing, price is key. Well, you've got to focus on price. And for bread and butter homes, it, it's not what your client can afford. It's what is a bread and butter price in your area. Now, I'm going to talk about East Portland generally, in the heart of East Portland, and what would that look like. But I'll tell you, the price is key piece. It's key because it goes down to your area specifically. You've got to know the neighborhoods. You've got to know your area. This is why people hire you. Let's get on it, people. This is why you're hired. This is why you're the professional. You're the one looking at it. You're the knowledgeable one. And you're bringing the skills and knowledge to the table of course, to impress your client. You're focusing on it. Okay, so in East Portland area, a bread and butter home would be between 350 and four and a quarter approximately. I know that's kind of that bit. And I'm going to talk about the $400,000 generally. So kind of that $400,000 area. I can hardly believe that homes have gotten up to bread and butter homes, the standard you know, move in the typical home that someone would, a starter home is around the $400,000 mark. It's it's shocking. Let me sip on a little coffee this morning. I hope you're building your business and serious about building it as I am this morning. So sip your coffee or whatever your drink is of choice this morning. Okay, so why is price key? Because price is is the typical price that most starter home most people can afford that starter home package app so of course we start with price now i'm not talking about getting pre-qualified today 
I'm not talking about qualifying your client. That's not what this is about, even though, of course, all of those things would absolutely apply. No question about it. But knowing the bread and butter price category for your area is key. Otherwise, you're not going to know how to identify a bread and butter home. Now, what are they? What, what, what's on the insides of this home? Typically, they are three bedrooms, one and a half baths. You know, it wasn't very long ago that having these multiple bathrooms just wasn't available. In my lifetime, and I'm not ancient, but I'm getting old. <laughs> but it used to be, you know, one bit. I grew up, my grandparents were in Tacoma, and they had one bathroom. They never had more than, and you had to access that bathroom by going through their bedroom. It wasn't even, there wasn't even another way into it. As the grandkids, you know, we always thought, this is so odd. How do we, the bath, we just go into grandma and grandma's bedroom. And you access the bathroom through their bedroom. <laughs> that would not sell hardly today at all. It just would not be acceptable. So three bedrooms, one and a half baths. This is a typical starter home. And it is a typical bread and butter home to have the three bedrooms and the one and a half baths. Two bedrooms are pretty well out these days. You're going to take a huge price deprivation. You're going to go down in price with only the two-bedroom piece because it really doesn't qualify very long for a family home in our environment, in the environment today. But you've got to know your area. You've got to know what's going on in, in your area. If you don't know what's happening in your neighborhoods, then you won't know what a bread and butter home actually is. By the way, why is it so important to know bread and butter homes? Because a lot of the clients that are out there that you're going to be meeting are looking for exactly this medium style home. It's medium income, by the way, that a lot of people can afford this. Now, how can they afford it? Let's talk about that piece. They need to be FHA and VA qualified, at least FHA. Now, nearly everything can be qualified by conventional financing. Certainly a lot more. You've got your FHA and your VA financing out there. These are the mortgages that are driving the pieces of growth today and have for decades, by the way. You need to understand FHA to some level as a broker, not like the lender. I'm not don't don't go don't step over into the lender's land. That's not where you want to be going. Stay in your lane. But you have to know a little bit. You have to know some some of the pieces of it, of course, about FHA VA. If you can also qualify for USDA. It, it's just a cherry on top. It's wonderful because that is a great component of financing that sits out there for some people and for some homes, but not for the typical bread and butter home. USDA isn't going to qualify for what I would call the typical inner, you know, close in suburban area. Multnomah County mostly doesn't have anything like that left. 
But there are, you know, you can look around and there are some. But at least you have to be focused on FHA and VA. And, of course, making sure your client is on board with, with, with what's going on. So making sure that you have the bed, the bedrooms. Looking to, If you're looking at the bread and butter homes, you're not looking at one and two bedrooms. You're looking at, in at least in this area and a lot of areas, three bedrooms, maybe four bedrooms. Sometimes. But we're talking the typical here. The typical bread and butter home and the powerhouse that it is. You also, and of course, price being key in your area, knowing the price. Now, when we talk about financing, why and or what are the problems with being a bread and butter home when it comes to this price category and financing and all of that? The problem is, is the people who can afford the 500, the 600, the $700,000 home, by definition, can also afford this home. Just by definition. And it makes it much more competitive, particularly in a seller's market. Let's not forget what we're in. We're the professionals. We need to be bringing our clients up to speed with the type of market that we are in. By the way, I passed by an element. I got to go back and grab it. And that is size. Size. Lot size. Lot size and home size. It, the home might be smaller than you think. So many people nowadays, you know, they, have, they have this dream. And the dream is, you know, the 3,500, uh, 4,200-square-foot 4, home and, and, and huge backyards, rolling fields behind them and all, and all this wonderful stuff. For the bread-and-butter home, number one, home size, usually smaller than what you are initially planning, usually smaller. Often these homes come in around 13 to 1,500 square feet. They're not large homes. They're not the 3,600 square foot home. They're just not that large. You might get lucky and, and get up there uh, 1,700 or something. But they're not the large homes sitting out there. Lot size also. You're looking smaller. You know, if it's a 0.2 lot size, we all know, we know the math on this, but it's, that's a fifth of an acre. If it's a 0.25, it's a quarter of an acre. It may not even be a 0.12. It might be a 0.9. Uh, excuse me, a 0.09. It might be a 0.09. It, you might be getting down there a ways. Still, though, it'll have at least a small postage stamp of a backyard. Bread and butter homes still today tend to have a little backyard, front yard back. They have a yard somewhere. There's a bit of yard that come with the bread and butter homes. But you have to prepare your client because they might be thinking they're walking into, you know, this half acre thing. And certainly in the Northwest, they're not. They're not walking into that. And in your area, I'll bet it's the same, that they're walking into smaller lot sizes, smaller square footages. Because you're not talking, if, if these were larger homes, 
if they were, you know, the 2,500, 3,000 square foot home, you're going, the price is going to go up. Come on. By definition, the price is going to go up. Of course, they're going to be worth more. That is simple mathematics. Also, the lot size itself can be pushing the price. Just all by itself. Even if you have a smaller home, but you have a larger lot size that could be divided later. What a huge benefit, by the way. That is just that is a wonderful benefit. You get somebody into a home that later they can divide off a flag lot. You're really putting them into a value proposition for the future. I'm not saying that they have to divide it or not, but it's certainly a wonderful option for them to be able to divide something like that. So size does matter when it comes to bread and butter homes. And it's usually you have to prepare your client that it's going to be smaller than what you think. Okay, let me get another, another sip of coffee. I hope you're having a great morning. Love it if you'd hit that like button. And of course, our goal here is to build your business every day. Every day, my, I get up, my personal goal is to help you build your business. You can find us on our channel at your-realestateguru.com. Your you can go find that, well, very specifically on YouTube by going to the yt.your-realestateguru.com. You can see that here. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us across social media. Please do. It is so meaningful to us that you are communicating with us about growing your business. Social media is the vehicle of communication today. Follow us on that. Communicate with us. Let us know what kind of topics you're looking for. I want you to have the biggest year in real estate you've ever even thought of having. So take your dreams, whatever those dreams are, you think, okay, we're going to be at a certain level, and let's double it this year. Let's put it on steroids because I'll tell you, the year 22 already is shaping up to be phenomenal. The we, we were just one of our agents last night talking to them. There was nine offers on a home for them. And they were representing the buyer and say, wow, our, our buyer is rattled on this. Well, let's bring the buyer up to speed. That's what this year is looking like yet again. There was already nine offers on the home that they wanted. So how do you get competitive on something? And it was a bread and butter home right at the $400,000 mark. And there's already nine offers on that bread and butter home. This is what I'm talking about. Everybody can afford in the market. Typically, you know, the majority of the market can afford a bread and butter home. And this is the problem with, with getting new buyers into bread and butter homes. You have to learn how to sweeten the deal, sweeten the pot without moving the price up too much. So you have to look at easier closing times, lim possibly limiting repairs. Hopefully there's not a lot. Now, don't give away your don't give away your right to repairs, but you might want to limit because you might want to make choices of stepping away based upon an inspection, something like this. 
bread and butter homes tend to have fewer true bread and butter homes tend to have fewer repair issues going on with them. The home is pretty well move in ready. It's Size is smaller. The lot size is smaller. It's financeable by an FHA or a VA product. And, and this is big. And most couples moving into this type of a home, a bread and butter home, love to do the DIY. The do-it-yourself projects. They don't mind some do-it-yourself projects. What you have to be cautious is, is what it what kind of DIY are they looking at? This is a conversation you've got to have with your buyer. What kind of DIY are they comfortable doing? Because you'll you'll have people say, well, I don't mind painting a room. And other people say, I don't mind remodeling a room. And others say, I don't mind adding on to the house. Well, I'll tell you, adding on to a house for most people is not DIY. That's not a do-it-yourself project. Painting a room, most people are going to say that's probably a do-it-yourself type thing. Even though we know, and I just did a show on, on, on paint schemes and what's going on with painting. And paint can turn people off, but DIY, they can bring in a gallon or two of paint and change the atmosphere with a gallon or two of paint. That's wonderful. But have this conversation with your buyer in advance so when you're going in, they are thinking about it. What I like to do is I like to lay down two pieces of paper with different issues on so two pieces of paper identical with issues on it that are repairs. And then have, give each of them a pencil or M&Ms or something to put in the areas that they would be comfortable working on. Show me the areas you're comfortable working on. One of them might be lining up all their M&Ms in an area of, well, this area needs to be painted. So I'm going to say I, I can do painting. Another person might be saying, well, the garage it needs to be finished, and I'm comfortable doing sheetrock. Now you have to have that conversation together. You don't want to have the conversation, that kind of depth of conversation of a repair on a home you're trying to make an offer on right there at the moment when there's nine other offers ahead of you. You need to have that conversation in advance so that your clients are lining themselves up together. These are the kind of things they have not thought about in advance. When someone walks into your office and they want to buy a home and you start talking to them and you begin to realize what they're headed for is a bread and butter home. You need to start having the conversation about competition. Because remember that FHA VA thing and the size of the home and the price of the home? <coughs> Pardon me while I get a sip of coffee. Remember all that conversation we had about size and price and all that? Well, the competition's gonna be heavy. That's the part of the conversation. As 
the professional in the industry, you've got to be talking to them about the bread and butter home problem. First of all, we're in a seller's market. I know I keep mentioning it, but it's got to be mentioned. We're the professional and we have to advise our client about the problem. And the problem currently is we're in a seller's market and people keep saying, well, do you think the seller's market will be done, will be done by June? No, it won't be done by June. It won't be done by this time next year. We're in this for a few more years. Markets don't change that rapidly. Thankfully, we want to be able to plan our lives a little bit. I'm not saying that seller's market is even my favorite market. This just happens to be where we're at, and we have to recognize it. And since we're in a seller's market, bread and butter homes are even harder. It's an even harder situation because the seller of a bread and butter home, you don't think they don't know it? They, of course they do. They know what they have. They have a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath, typical home, smaller lot size, smaller square footage size. They're going for the medium sales price of somewhere between the three fifty dollars and the four and a quarter. So we'll just say $400,000. They know what they have, and they can see their neighbors and how competitive that is. They know they have a competitive home. Another reason they know it is the person representing them. If you are the representative, if you're the agent for someone selling a bread and butter home, you're telling them it's going to be competitive. Get ready. We're going to be reviewing lots of offers. By the way, reviewing lots of offers, bread and butter home or not, it's not really all that fun. I mean, you and I know we're the professionals. It's really not all that fun. You get the 20, the 30 offers, and it all sounds all interesting, you know. But it's really not all that fun to be reviewing those kind of offers. It's a little sad because you have these people that are all wanting to buy. But look, of course, let's remember, no love letters. I know I'm not going to get off on that, but no love letters in Oregon. Those have been outlawed, soon to be outlawed in all the states, I'm, I'm fairly certain. But certainly in Oregon, no love letters allowed anymore. Okay, so just to review here real quick. What is a bread and butter home? Our topic for the day. Bread and butter homes are price sensitive. They're not 500000 in this market where I'm at. They are between three fifty and four and a quarter. We'll just call it 400 Bread and butter homes typically have three bedrooms. One and a half baths. So it's a, it's a nice mixture for a growing family. Really nice. Size-wise, they have a smaller lot size, a smaller footprint, making them affordable. And they have smaller square footage. Once again, keeping their, their per square footage affordability Really, really, really good. They qualify for FHA and VA. Of course, we don't know if the client does, but they qualify for FHA and VA financing for people looking for that. And they typically have small do-it-yourself projects. 
That would be typical for a bread and butter home. That's the outline for a bread and butter home. If someone comes to you and says, I want you to sell my house, it's a bread and butter home. We're talking about in the same areas that we've already defined. And, and they, they want five and a quarter for their home. They're not talking a bread and butter home. I'm not saying it won't sell. In this market, it likely will sell. I mean, everything's selling. That's fine. But they're not talking what we call a bread and butter home. They're going to have less. You know, the higher you go in competition, the less, comp, excuse me, the higher you go in price, the less competition that you have. Just by definition. The lower you go, of course, everybody can afford it. Everybody above you could reach down and say, well, why would someone that could afford a $600,000 place buy four hundred? dollars Why wouldn't they? Maybe the $400,000 house meets their needs and they want to save some money. That would seem to be fantastic to me. Go ahead and do it. That's your outline for a bread and butter home. How do you advertise a bread and butter home? They don't take as much advertising in this market. You do have to advertise them. But going out with the standard advertisements for a bread and butter home, not having to go deep and specific, you're going to get more attention simply by this makeup of what they are in the marketplace. But of course, as a professional, you want to make sure you are mar you are marketing the home reasonably to get that competition. And if you're marketing it for, for the seller, let's face it, you do want to drive the price up as much as possible. That That's what you're wanting to do. All right. I am here to help you grow your business. This is the point of the show is to go over some key factors and grow your business. We have coaching to grow your business. All you have to do is contact us. We have coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching to grow your business. We also have courses. We have a Kickstarter course to grow your business. You don't have enough clients today. We can help you get clients. We can show you a path and teach you how you can feed yourself and be full-time in this industry. And I don't care if you've been in this industry for 30 years. You may be struggling today in 22. You may have done great a few years ago, but maybe you're not doing great at this moment. And you need to resharpen your skills of yesterday with the edge of 22 today. That's what we do with our coaching. That's what we do in our Kickstarter course. We take your skills of yesterday and we resharpen them. We don't throw away the skills. That's outrageous. We're not throwing away any skills. Your skills you have are important. I believe in you. You can do this. You got into real estate to win for you. You got into it to win for your family. You got into it to win for your retirement. Let's put the package together. I want you to win. And you can be full-time in this industry rapidly. I'm your real estate guru. This is Real Estate Daily. And we'll be talking soon.